Hi, I'm Dave Westberg, and you're listening to Billboard Insider Podcast, where I interview industry leaders about trends impacting the U.S. out-of-home advertising business. This podcast is sponsored by Adomni. Adomni, increase your revenue today by listing your digital billboard on Adomni. Today's guest is Neil Bell, founder of New South Outdoor, which develops billboards in the Southeast United States. Neil has a fascinating perspective in that his career has included stints as an employee of a large public out-of-home company, an ad agency, a digital billboard manufacturer, and as founder and owner of an independent out-of-home company. He recently sold a large group of his signs in Alabama to MH Outdoor. Welcome to the show, Neil. Dave, thank you for having me, and I just want to say that I really appreciate all that you do with Billboard Insider. I think it's a huge resource to the industry, and I I just love what you're doing. Thank you for those gracious words. Now, not many people can say they've worked at a big public out-of-home company, a digital sign manufacturer, an ad agency— and an independent out-of-home company, how did you pull that off? Well, you know, it's funny because when I was in school, I wanted to be, I wanted to go on TV. <laughs> and I did an internship at a TV station and I quickly realized that TV wasn't necessarily for me. And, uh, you know, I got my start at Lamar Outdoor as a sales rep and then a sales manager and then left to start my own company with a friend from Lamar. And I've been doing that ever since, except for, you know, I had those other stints. I worked for an ad agency as a CMO for a little while, got a good perspective on their business, how, how ad agencies are run. Not long after that, I went to work for Watchfire as a kind of a consultant, really. The role was not selling digital signs, but it was helping folks putting up their first digital signs, how to, how to market it, how to sell it, how to, how to be profitable with it. And after that, been back in the billboard business on my own. So it's been a fun career so far. What have you learned about securing new locations in 19 years in the out-of-home business? Let me tell you, securing locations, is I, I love it. I love it. It's like, it's like a puzzle, right? Because there's state and local rules and site restrictions. And what I've found is that, you know, constraints make you become more creative. And so it seems like there's always some rule or some, you know, spacing or height or something we're having to overcome. And I've learned that creativity is a big part of leasing. You know, you're just trying to make it work somehow. Another thing I've learned, I don't really care to buy leases from folks that are just out there leasing. I'll tell you a story. I had one of the first ones I, I bought, you know, we bought the lease ordered the sign, came, showed up to put the sign up and the landowner says, hey, great, you know, great to meet you when are you guys going to build my fence? And I said, well, <laughs> what fence? And he said, well, the, you know, the guy who leased the property said you were going to build me a fence when you came with the sign. And, you know, it's, it's things like that where, you know, somebody who doesn't have, you know, they just, they'll say whatever to get the lease done. And, you know, so you got to be, you got to be real careful with all that. But new site location finding and, and leasing and, and building is, that's the best part of this business for me. You know, I want to come back to the lease the lease guys, there's a skin in the game problem, right? right? The lease guy, once he has sold you that the lease, once he sold you the paper, he's got his money, he's down the road. Very hard to go after him for a problem or if something's not right. This is not right. like, you know, I, I think of Nasser Taleb saying, you know, under the Hammurabi Code, if I'm the architect and I sold you plans for a house and you built a house and it fell down, I was put to death. Well, that's skin in the game. But this lease guy, right, he's right, got right. his money. He has no skin in the game. And if it doesn't work out, he's got his money. He's down the road. 
Right, right. It's very low risk. And that's the way I look at those, those leases is that, you know, these guys, they don't necessarily have any risk in it. And, you know, a profit is, is the assumption of risk. Yes. And I don't believe you should be, you know, making as much money on just leases. Yes. Now, you have a great story about persistence in the face of opposition from some local bureaucrats when you wanted to build some signs. Can you tell that story? Yeah, you know, I was operating in Tallahassee, Florida, and the city was contemplating putting a calf and replace ordinance in, and they were also going to be kind of adding this five-to-one takedown ratio to get one of three digital billboards in the market. And so we had been at it for about three years in the market, and, you know, we didn't have any signs to take down. So we kind of, for about a month, we did a, leading up to this cat and replace vote, we, we did a ton of leasing. We, the day before the vote, we turned in 17 billboard applications, um, <laughs> yeah. hoping to do some negotiation. I mean, about yeah. a third of them were in places, they were legal to build, but nobody in their right mind would probably build a sign right. in this off, off street, you know? Right. And so that we, we attempted to say, look, we'll trade in the majority of these. We won't build them. The cat and replace was to kind of reduce the number of signs in the market. Here we are with 17 applications and signs. And they, they said, no, you got to build them. So what we did in order to get our five to one to get our digital billboard, we bought six column pipes and one head section. <laughs> and we, <laughs> we build one, yeah. get it, get it final, get a demo permit, take it down. We, we had the head section on a, on a flatbed truck, moved yeah. it to the next site, did it again. And then the very last site where the, you know, that we built was where that head section stayed on that, on that pipe. But we got our five takedowns. We got our one digital sign. But, you know, it's, it's things like that. It's, you know, they kind of called our bluff on it, I guess. But yes. you know, they could have negotiated on that and had less signs in the city and kind of met what they were uh, attempting to do. Well, it works two ways. A sign code can be used to keep signs out. But also, if a sign code lets you put a sign up, you have every right to put a sign up. It's, it's, it's a rule That's of law. True. If there is a sign code, you can do what the sign code says. That's rule of law. Now, talk about your tiger tail billboard in Auburn, Alabama. Really a creative yeah. way to harness loyalty to a local university to build your out-of-home company. Right. So this is, you know, this is another one of those where we had to get creative, you know, we had, we had constraints there. It, there was a bunch of trees that made it. I wanted to build a 1448 there, but half the sign would have been covered up. And so th the idea was, well, let's build it vertical. Hmm. And looking at the drawings of it, it just looked, you know, it just looked kind of plain. And this was on the main stretch going into Auburn University, College Street. You know, I'm an Auburn grad, so I, of course, I was excited about possibly doing something like this. And so we came up with a pretty economical way to just, it's just a backlit can of a tiger tail running up the bottom of the, of the LED and then coming out on the top. And yeah. it lights up at night and it, it looked great. I'd love to do more embellishment type things for some of these landmark displays. I think that's something that, I think you'll see more of it too as, as you know, billboard companies work with cities. Yes. To do some of this stuff. The other interesting feature you mentioned is so this was sort of a tipped up rectangle, wasn't it? Instead of a 14 by 48 or 10 and a half by 36, this was a what What was it? Was it like 6 by 16? It was what? actually, uh, it was 28 tall, 14 wide. Wow. 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 Yeah. 
Yeah. So it uh, wasn't a, you know, it wasn't just a 1448 turn on its side, but it still was, yeah. it still, you know, it still looks very vertical. Mm-hmm. Now, you have a very interesting approach to selling space on billboards. Can you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. The one thing we always have to remember in this business is our success is tied to our customer's success. I mean, if, if the billboard doesn't work, if the campaign does, it doesn't work, they're not going to renew, you know? And so we have to do everything we can to help market their business so that, you know, they're selling more whatever it is. The one thing I learned early on in pitching customers was that, you know, ideas and art sell, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. come in there with an idea, you know, Hey, what if we were to run a promotion for this? Or you've got, do you have a loss leader that we could maybe come up with some copy for? And then you come up with copy. I mean, copy will help sell things. When I was a kid in the science fair, I saw this happen. There were, there were two kids that had basically the same experiment. I mean, they, you know, they came up with it independently, I guess. But the one girl, her display was very colorful. It had photos. <laughs> she had, like, cut-out stencil letters. You know, she won. And, I mean, it was the same. It was like the same experiment. But, you know, we, this is a visual medium that we're working with, and, mm-hmm. and people are more attracted to, you know, better-looking stuff. And so, you know, if we can come in there with an idea on paper, you know, Look at what your, you know, look at how your business is going to be seen in the community. And this is a, either humor or very slick, like looks really good. That, that to me is always sold. Mm-hmm. And, and it works. You come in there with good ideas that's going to work for the customer. And then you know, that's, they're the ones that are going to renew. The other interesting thing that I've heard you talk about before, too, is you're, you're very good on creative. But you're also good at asking the questions that you need to to come up with the good creative. In other words, if we just lead with creative without understanding the customer, we do no one uh, a service. But I wonder if this is, you know, you were Lamar. That's Tommy Teeple's thing of really encouraging people. Right, right, ask, yes. ask the questions. But you also ask the questions, don't you? Right. Yeah. To- bring up Tommy Teeple. He was a he was very influential to me, you know, in, in the training that Lamar mm-hmm. gave. And, you know, I, I just stuck with me that how can we – pitch them something without knowing all about their business, you know? Mm-hmm. You've got to really peel the onion there and ask all those questions, you know? Mm-hmm. What what motivates this customer and what are they trying to accomplish and what are their competitors doing mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, what other promotions have they done that worked or didn't work, you know? Ask all these things so that you can go in there and, and propose a something that fits their needs, not just, you know, hey, I want to sell you a sign. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that has never, that's never worked. I mean, you may, maybe maybe sell them for a few months or you know one time contract, and you're not going to sell them again. You know? mm-hmm. Perfect. Let's take a break here for a word from our sponsor. Adomni easily connects with Dectronics, Formedco, Prism View, or Watchfire billboards, and enables advertisers and agencies to quickly find and buy your unsold billboard space. With Audience IQ technology, advertisers can target consumer profiles such as demographics, behavior, and interests that travel past your billboards. Join the fastest-growing out-of-home network with over 100,000 digital screens. Visit adomni.com or email sales at adomni.com to learn more. Mention this Billboard Insider podcast to receive one free year of Adomni's white-labeled booking engine on your website. Neil, what's the out-of-home sale that you're proudest of? Dave, there's a bunch of them, man. You know, one in particular, you know, I had a check cashing place. This was one of the first people I ever sold. 
And, you know, when I got in the business, I was 22, maybe. Wow. And I was right out of school trying to sell these signs. And I hadn't ever seen a customer have success with it. And I called on this check cashing, cashing place for two months. Every two weeks, I'd go in there. You know, sometimes I'd catch the guy. He, you know, I'd just end up talking to him. Finally, he decided he'd do a little poster showing with me. And I came in two or three weeks after the posters went up, and he was just, he wanted to buy another one or two, you know, because hmm. he just said, oh, man, I'm just having all this success. And that, after that, I was able to sell outdoors so much better because I had actually seen results mm-hmm. of someone. So I knew when I was talking to the next client, you know, this can work. You mm-hmm. know, this, this, could, this could really help your business. So that was a big one for me. Another that I can think of in the, in, since digital has been, been out is we had, this is the first round of realtors that I ever really worked with. I'd never gotten any realtors on any of my boards until we had digital boards. And, you know, I was able to go to the broker and say, look, you know, you've got all these agents, you've got all these listings with a digital billboard. We can change these things on a regular basis, different, different agents, different listings, something sold. And we can do this very easily and change it. We can even change it few times a day if you want. And Mm -hmm. the results that we got were the realtors, honest to God, said, well, you know, we didn't really sell any more houses, Mm -hmm. but we picked up so many more listings. And the reason was when a homeowner sees, you know, that a realtor's going outside of the box kind of to sell their house and feature their house on a a busy road on a billboard, you know, they, I want that. I want that realtor to represent me, you know, because they're they're putting it out. And, And that was a, that was a, pretty successful deal that we did. And I've had a lot more success with Realtors since. Hmm, terrific. Now, there are a number of automated services, Adomni, AdQuick, Blip, Vistar, all of whom are trying to automate the sale of digital out-of-home advertising time. What's your view of the automated out-of-home sales platforms? I think, you know, it's still so so new. I've been very bullish on them. You know, I've used Blip for quite a while. The one thing that I will have to say that they've got to figure out, and I think Ad Omni seems like they seem they're, that they're doing it, but, you know, this audience data, mm-hmm. it, it's not going to take off, in my opinion, unless the buyers know the audiences that they're buying. You know, there's no, a national advertiser can't jump on this and buy a board in, you know, Auburn, Alabama. Yes. You know, yes. Without all that data. I mean, it can't go on the scale that it needs to go until the buyers know who who they're targeting and making sure they're getting the boards that are targeting the right people. And honestly, I think that's a few years off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we need to see better, basically, continued improvement in measurement and audience data coming out of Geopath and maybe some other providers to be able for this to really, really take off. Right. And I think I think the goal should be to make this an apples to apples thing mm-hmm. with digital online buys, because if if it can be something very similar to the way advertisers and ad agencies are buying online space, you know, mm-hmm. buying banner ads and, and all that kind of thing, it's really all, it's just a big banner ad. Right. And so, right. If you know, a billboard, you know, if you know. The, the demographic, you can just add it to the mix. Now, it would be about this scenario if, say, a Google were to pick up one of these or get into this game. Mm-hmm. I will tell you on that, what I hear is it's not a question of when it's, uh, if it's a question of when, that they will get in the business when there's enough scale. At least that's what I'm hearing right. when I talk to people. Right. And I think that's, that's where we'll see a huge explosion because, you know, you, you have someone like that bringing all those digital customers to this platform, to mm-hmm. this medium, could be huge, mm-hmm. honestly. 
Neil, you've always run uh, small, nimble, entrepreneurial, out-of-home companies. How have you used cloud-based software? I'm thinking here of something like the Apparatus Management System or Signly or QuickBooks or any other cloud-based programs to help run your business. Yeah, absolutely. QuickBooks has been a big one for us. One thing I can say that's been probably more impactful than I would have expected has been eSign. Hmm. Explain that. So running, especially with digital boards, you know, a lot of times you know, the way we do it, going in there with creative, creative might already be kind of approved. Okay, we're going to send you a contract. Well, as soon as the contract's signed, we're ready to go up. Well, in the past, you know, you email it to them. They got to print it out or, you know, you got to go by there to get them signed or whatever. And so you lose a day or two, mm-hmm. you know, it just seems like it happens that way. Mm-hmm. And the e-sign, you know, we're able to send it. They approve it. Their art's already approved. We can get them up that day. And it kind of cuts down this time from when we get a signature to when the stuff goes up. So if we can save a day or two here or there, mm-hmm. so it adds up over time. Wow. Wow. You know, Google Doc, we use Google Docs a good bit. Mm-hmm. The content, we're still using the manufacturer's software, which all, all my boards right now that I have remaining are Watchfire. As far as the inventory and contracting software we use, there's a little company called SignDash that has just rolled out some great software that we're really happy with. It does a lot of what these other inventory management softwares do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily have all the bells and whistles that you'd find with the other companies that are out there. But what I find is that we don't really need all of that. And I know my salespeople like it. Mm-hmm. They can see what's available. They can see what's been proposed. And then once they you know, get the yes, they can send out an e-sign for a contract, and it comes back pretty quick. You have successfully sold your portfolio billboards four times. What lessons can you share for people who are close to selling their out-of-home company? One of the things that I have really learned is, is you really got to keep really good records, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. keep really great records, keep everything papered up really well. I would say, you know, if you're looking to sell, you know, try to look at it from the buyer's perspective in that if you were buying your signs, what, what kind of things w- would be an issue for you? You know, what trees might need to be trimmed? What, you know, is this lease? in order. That has helped me. If I look at it like, you know, if if I were buying these, what would be my hangups? And maybe try to fix them or at least be willing to be flexible on that negotiation on those things. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be something. Always something. Yes. What trends do you see that you're watching in Out of Home in 2020? Well, obviously, you know, the programmatic, I'm excited to to watch and see where that goes. You know, I think it might have been said in either one of your articles or other podcasts about Working with cities, mm-hmm. building some more, not monument, but but they don't necessarily look like a traditional billboard, you know, signs that are kind of have some kind of embellishments or mm-hmm. not. I mm-hmm. see a little bit more of that happening. But I also, regulatory-wise, I see probably the reverse of that as well, maybe some more challenges on some cities. Mm-hmm. With the Supreme Court stuff that's gone on, the stuff that's gone on in Tennessee, I, I could just see, you know, a lot of these content-based codes being challenged by a lot of folks. While we're talking about Tennessee, how do you think that the Thomas case and the Tennessee situation will get resolved? I think they have to do it through the legislature, and I think they need to hurry up and do it probably. Mm-hmm. I think the way it's sitting right now, the DOT just said we're not processing anything. So it's a <laughs> standstill, you know? Yes. And that's just not, they can't do that forever. So I think their best bet is to address the, address the law. Get a legislative fix, correct. 
Right, right. What's next for you? So you sold a, a large portfolio of your billboards. Am I right? You still have you still have some signs? Yeah, I still have five digital in the Huntsville, Decatur market. And, you know, I've got I've got a few things going on. You know, the first two weeks after selling a group of signs, the last couple of times I've done that, I, after two weeks, I just kind of get so stir crazy. I'm like, <laughs> got to get got to get back out there, you know, and yeah. so that's kind of what I've been doing. I've, I've got, I've got a couple deals working. I've got probably nine or 10 leases sitting on my desk that I need to go through permitting. And, you know, it'll just be, you know, the only thing I really know how to do, which is billboards. I don't know that I got any other real great marketable skills. Keep an eye on New South. It's not done yet. <laughs> that's all for this week. Thanks for appearing on the show, Neil. All right. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. This podcast was edited by Lucas Jones and sponsored by Adomni. Adomni. Increase your revenue today by listing your digital billboard on Adomni. You can listen to episodes of the Billboard Insider podcast by visiting billboardinsider.com or by subscribing to the Billboard Insider podcast on iTunes or any of the usual podcast outlets. Our email is billboardinsider at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. I'll be back in a couple weeks.